0: Welcome to Between the Fur. I'm Ken, and as a professional mascot, I need professional costumes, right? People always ask me, who makes your costumes? I tell them Alinko Costumes in Salt Lake City. Alinko makes just about everything for me, and they do an amazing job. Alinko not only builds costumes, they have a design service that's free, and they also service their costumes as well. However, now the largest and oldest costume company in the U.S. just turned it up a notch by bringing on my friend, John Absey, formerly the Jazz Bear, to help with product development, processes, sales, and quality control. Hey, if you need a costume done right from the very start, don't waste time or money. Call Alinko, that's spelled A-L-I-N-C-O. Get it done right.
1: Is this thing on? (laughs) Hello, hello? Am I on Between the Fur? What's happening, my friend? How are you, Ken?
0: I'm good, I'm good.
1: Thanks for joining
0: me on uh, Between the Fur. Welcome to another edition of Between the Fur. I'm your host, Ken, and it's mascot talk. Between the Fur. Alright, so Chris, hey man, appreciate you coming on here. It's I been a while.
1: Appreciate you having me on. It has been a while, man. Yeah, we go back a long ways. And uh, thanks for having me on the show. I really do appreciate it. Uh, big fan of the show and listen to a lot of the podcasts and a lot of the guys talk about all their crafts and you know what they've done throughout the years, all the injuries, all the different wild stories. And uh, it's always fun to hear. So I appreciate it. And uh, congrats on to you. For uh, 45 years of being a mascot.
0: <laughs> it seems like it. I mean, uh, you, I mean it, you
1: must have started when you were 12, but uh, congrats. No, and then you just won the NBA mascot of the year. would I understand? Is that correct?
0: That is. And yeah.
1: You're still rocking it, man, which is so awesome.
0: Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah it's been a long time. And you know what? It actually has been about 45 years. It, uh, let's see. Going on going on 30 uh with this team that i'm with now 30 years and 30 seasons cool. yeah this will be my 30th season that's
1: i mean like when you think about it like when you look back on like just 30 years like obviously you've done so much like you've created so much you've been a part of so much like how do you even put it in words you, you really can't i mean yeah you can write a book and this and that but it's like all the stuff you've done over 30 years i mean that's just insane to think about you know so
0: uh, I know, and it, 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 I was actually thinking about this. It's funny that you bring that up. I brought. I, I thought this the other day. Actually, I've been thinking about the last few days yeah. since mascot conference and things like that. And uh, I am thinking about doing a book and some other things. And it's crazy because, uh, you know, how do you? Where you know, if you're if you're going to write a book, what direction do you take? Yeah, you know, absolutely. is it like you know, I- is it the drama in your life or is it the you know, accomplishments or is it the lessons or is it the, yeah. you know, what do you do? You know, and the cool it's, thing I got stories upon stories.
1: The cool thing about that is that, you know, Dave Stockdale's wrote, wrote in a book, um, you know, I'm actually in the process of writing a book, but like mine is like, it's going to touch on my mascot career, but it's also going to touch on like growing up and all the craziness, which we'll kind of get into a little bit here. But, you know, it's like, yeah, which way do you go? Do you just tell story upon story upon story? You know what I mean? Because so many people talk about mascots, professional mascots, and they have no idea what we've gone through or what we've done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, our close friends do and, you know, people here and there. But a lot of times, a lot, you know, back in the day, people would be like, oh, that's just an intern in the suit and, you know, making people laugh. And the people really have no idea that it's a full-time position where, you know, we've created this brand. We're all about this brand. We're making money for the team hand over fist, you know, all these things. So. Um, yeah, it's 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 kind of crazy to think about which direction you could go with, but you know, you you upon any people have story upon stories, you know, I'm sure. So it would be yeah. quite easy and a very good read if you wrote a book for sure.
0: Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I I, I was watching a video the other day that uh, somebody found at work. Yeah, and you know, it's like, hey, hey, did you get my email about that video? It's on my desk. Yeah. I'm like, oh, um, yeah, oh, that's right. And anyways, this video. Uh, it's a, it's a, it was a DVD actually Uh that he found that had fallen back behind some piece of equipment or whatever. And, uh, it, uh, is, is of me in the (laughs) nineties. It's crazy. So I, I put it in the other day. I had family visiting and everything. Is it on the VHS tape or what? No, 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 no. He, it had been converted to a DVD. Okay. All right. So, so, yeah, uh, I'm looking through it with my family, with some people that were visiting for my son's wedding and all this stuff. So um, we're going through some stuff yeah. or I'm going through the 90s here on this DVD. And a couple times I got my family, like my nephew, he's looking over at me and, and, and he was at some of these games. Yeah, he's looking over at me and he's like, wow. wow you have come a long way (laughs) and i'm like kind of hiding my eyes put my hand over my eyes a little bit like oh my gosh yeah i did that that is embarrassing
1: like like, what was it like for instance like just like just throw a popcorn on something i mean what was it
0: oh no 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 it's pulling john elway out onto the court okay dressed in, 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 in dress my character in female okay. attire. You know, I
1: think I remember seeing that back in the day. And yeah. then
0: I no, no no and then I proceed to do a strip tease yes. in front of this guy. Yes, I do. On the floor to... and I'm rolling around yeah. and I'm I do this, I put a boa around his neck <laughs> and all this stuff. Uh, and my actions are just like I look so
1: Hey, I look John so
0: bush league. I look so bad. We're
1: talking John Elway, former quarterback. You know, I mean, Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yes. That's and uh, I don't know why I was doing a strip tease. I don't know why I was dressed that way. Okay, I was embarrassed. I'm showing. I'm like, so oh, the, I, the question, there's so much trial and error that that the, has gone the, into. The
1: question <laughs> I have regarding m- that. All right, so a lot of times yeah. we would always talk to people and get their permission. You know what I mean? Did Mm -hmm. you get his permission before you did that, or you just went with it?
0: No, 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 no. Not on that one. (laughs) Nope. I love it. Nope. I just figured, hey, this guy's not going to say no because he is who he is, and I'm just doing this. (laughs) I love it. So bad. I love it. So bad. It's
1: almost like, you know, what? it reminds me of the old um, way that Wes Lockhart would do things. You know, like, yes, like, and he was such an amazing performer in costume. And, like, it, like, honestly, let's be honest, in and out of costume, he was a great performer. But, uh, he would just go on the court and just do his shtick. And you could tell that, like, I would just sit there and be in costume. And I, I I'd hate to admit this, but I would just become a fan and I would not become a mascot. And I would just sit there and watch him and just laugh under the suit because of all the crazy things that he would do. You know what I mean? So, but uh,
0: I, I did the same exact thing. Yeah, I really. Mean, he would catch. He would catch my eye. Yeah. as a performer. Yeah. and I would turn it and just be watching him out of the corner of my yeah. eye and losing character. Yeah. You know, I, every yep. time,
1: every time he'd be on the court, I would lose character. I swear to God, because I would literally there. There'd be times where he'd just be not stealing the show, but just being Wes. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I would yeah. literally just be out there at a mascot birthday party or whatever it was. And I would just sit down next to a fan and just laugh in the fan's, you know, shoulder, just laughing hysterically in costume. You know what I mean? Just watching. So it's always fun to just, like, go after those bits with, like, people and just see where it takes you. You know what I mean? Because you really don't know where it's going to go one way or another, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And on another podcast, I I explained how I took John Elway out on the court and left him out there one time holding the basketball above his head. (laughs) and. And then pull the trampoline, pull, you know, all that stuff. But what was great about that one, and, you know, you talked about the permission thing or whatever. I was told specifically that was the first time that John Elway had been at the game that I was at. Okay. And uh, I knew he was going to be there. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to do this bit with John Elway. Yeah. And they specifically looked me right in the eye. My boss (laughs) said, No, you will not touch, you will not go near. John Elway. <laughs> this, and so, was this
1: while he was playing as well? Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Oh okay. yeah. Okay. And so I mean, this is a young John Elway. Okay. And so you know, and his his uh, first wife was sitting there, and I it was one of those situations where I'm like, you know what, I'm going with my gut on this one. I don't care if I get fired. <laughs> and as I run out onto <laughs> the court, I yell back to my assistant as I'm coming out uh, of the tunnel, "I'm going for Elway." <laughs> <laughs> I hear him I hear him yelling
1: no uh, like everything's like slow motion <laughs>
0: yep <laughs> yep so yeah I went out there and did that with him and and it it, it went over huge oh. he ended up standing there he ended up having uh you know standing there by himself the referees uh stopping the game stopping the buzzer yeah from ringing and uh and photographers running on the floor, and he's standing out there by himself. And <laughs> Janet, she comes running out. John, they're making fun of you. <laughs> ah. And so he lifts his blindfold, and uh, he turns around. He's like, "Oh man, come on, really?" <laughs> and he throws up a hook shot, yeah. standing at the free throw line. It sinks. Are
1: you serious?
0: The place goes nuts. Oh.
1: Thank God. And I'm a hero. Oh, uh, that's all awesome. I mean, you gotta love that way to end it. Ended, you know what I mean? So
0: Yeah. That's, that's well, yeah, you know. Awesome. And I, I gotta tell you, see, I, I was thinking about this the other day too, and I don't mean to make this about me because no, I wanna no. get into your story, yeah. but I have to tell you, you know, Mascot and it's come a long way. Yeah. Um, you know, in my in my situation, I've come so far and and, and watching this video the other night uh just uh, slapped me in the face with how much yeah. Uh, I've evolved yeah. and everything. 30, one thing, 30
1: years, Ken. 30 years.
0: Yeah. And that's not counting college and uh, yeah. high school before that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, here's one thing that I realize is that, and I told my son this the other day. I told my son this the other day. Yeah. Uh, that my attitude going into things mm-hmm. and... And this is kind of translated into the rest of my life. So a okay. little, you know, going deep here. Yeah, man. Um, but let me get my
1: cup of coffee. Hold
0: on. There you go. Write this down. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, I, I told my son a few things, and 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 suggested a few things to him for him to do in Cleveland. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. He says, we, we you know, these things, uh, the way they look at these things here in Cleveland, blah, blah, blah. Wait, is know, he a master now in Cleveland? He, yeah 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 he's he's mood dog what yeah
1: oh man (laughs) it's that's that's crazy i did not know that that's so fantastic
0: yeah so he's proud and he's been out this is his he's going into his third season that's so So, fantastic yeah following john Uh, yep
1: oh that's 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 a hard act to follow right there
0: oh i know (laughs) i know and he's and he he's had a learning curve and, and everything and uh Um, so he's, he's, he's had his struggles and he's, he's working through some things, but my advice to him the other day was, you know, step up, you know, and, and try and do some things that are, uh, you know, that are big. And he goes, uh, he says, but they really frown on that here. Uh, because what if it fails? Of
1: course. Yeah.
0: And I'm like, yeah, but yeah. What if it succeeds?
1: Exactly. Yeah. You know, a chance. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with, when
0: I go climb up on my big, tall ladder, 30 feet in the air, yeah, you know, I don't know if I'm going to make that shot from half court, throwing it baseball style. Yeah. There's no guarantee.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I mean, that's, if I don't
0: make it, it's still cool. I still tried it.
1: Yeah. And that's, and, you know, and it's cool that you're translating that to other things in your life because you're right. Because if you don't go out and try things, then you never know if you're going to you know, succeed or not, you know? So. Um, yeah, that's you never really, try
0: big, you never yeah. win big.
1: I, you know, absolutely. So that's my philosophy at the uh, casinos, but uh, it's never really worked out. So, but uh, <laughs> next topic,
0: oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris. So let me let's let's get some history going on yeah. you. Where did you uh grow up and how did you get started in mascotting? and uh, let's 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 get into that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I it's kind of crazy it's a long story but uh you know hopefully we have a couple minutes but uh grew up in detroit uh right outside of detroit in a city called ferndale uh believe it or not it's right on the outskirts of uh eight mile yes representing m but um mm-hmm. my mom and dad uh were divorced uh at the age of three and uh when i was three excuse me not when they were three but uh <laughs> but uh, they Good. North- thanks for clarifying that what's that thanks for clarifying yeah, exactly for all your fans so uh so long story short uh they were uh got divorced when i was three uh i've always been around entertainment my mom started dating a guy and this is such a wild story but my mom started dating a guy that drove um trucks for kiss yes that rock band Kiss. right so <laughs> that's awesome yeah so it's, this is a wild story so so stick with me uh maybe get your cup of coffee but uh uh long this is crazy so they started dating in 79 and he drove the pyrotechnic trucks for kiss and they started dating my mom started going on tour with him my grandma was watching us next thing you know this guy jerry asked my mom like hey do you and the kids meaning me and my sister want to go on tour with kiss and my mom was like Uh, yes. You know what I mean? Because it was before we even were like in school kind of, you know, one of those issues and summer was out, you know, so next thing you know, we're on tour with Kiss in 1979. And (laughs) I know it's such a wild story, but so we're like on tour and my mom is like selling t-shirts and my sister and I are selling t-shirts to all these people and we're basically going up against this guy, you know, it's my me looking cute, my little plaid overalls, my sister looking cute, you know, both of us with no teeth here and there, you know, just growing up. And we're selling T-shirts against, like, this guy, other dude. And this dude is, like, in his 70s, no teeth, you know. So we're selling T-shirts left and right because all these people are like, I want to buy a T-shirt from that little kid. You know what I mean? So, so we hung out and went on tour with Kiss for a while. And I'd sit there and watch them uh, from sides. This is
0: before child labor laws. This is
1: before child labor laws because <laughs> the crazy thing about that, honest to God, is uh, even being in that truck with our with all the pyro, it was totally against the law. So every time we came to a truck stop or like a way station or anything like that, my sister and I actually had to hide behind the cab, like in under covers, so they wouldn't see us.
0: Because, I love
1: this because what's crazy is that they were like, like you can't have anyone under eighteen with like. 20,000 pounds of pyro like in a truck like you just can't do that you know what i mean right for obvious reasons <laughs> you know? right so so we were on tour with them and I, I watched them put on their makeup and you know this is like the original four like ace peter paul and gene and you know i'd sit there and watch like you know ace drink a fifth before he walk on stage and fall on stage and you know like we'd meet so many people you know we met like Cher and diana ross and all these other people like it was just, It was insane. So, like, I started like in the entertainment business. Like, even though I wasn't really entertaining, but I was around it at such a young age. Um, So we were around that forever. Uh, And then, like, my mom dated other guys, and we, you know, went on tour with like John Cougar, uh, Sticks, you know, things like that. So we were growing up. It was growing up. It was just really crazy, wild childhood to say the least
0: this is blowing my mind it's
1: it's so unconventional it's so unconventional and you know nowadays like if you tell people nowadays you know the helicopter parents that this was happening they'd be like losing their mind like oh no no there's no way we would you know but you know i would never do it any other way and it was such an amazing childhood growing up to that extent you know it's just insane so um but uh then i just was around it my mom worked for a guy that. was actually Ronald McDonald when I was in my teens. And um, he was the guy that would literally make all the appearances at the you know McDonald's restaurants. And uh, one time at the uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade, like the major Thanksgiving Day Parade in Detroit, they didn't have anybody to fill the costume for Mac Tonight. It was like the moon guy. I don't know if you remember him or not, but it was. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, it yeah. The good time for the great <laughs> days at McDonald's. You know, things like that. So, yeah, I actually jumped in costume um, because I was tall enough, luckily, and uh, wore this costume in the uh, Thanksgiving Day parade in Detroit in front of thousands of people and was just dancing and, like, whatever, just being silly. You know, just, you know, my mom was like, I don't know, just dance around and wave and do whatever. So I was like, okay, I can do that. No problem. And the crazy thing about it, they're like, yeah, and here's $50. I was like, what? What? $50. Oh, man. Like, it's crazy. I'm a 12 year old, you know, whatever it was. So I did that, and um, then they were like, Hey, you know, we could really use you at some um, Ronald McDonald houses, you know, to go visit the sick. Uh, so I was like, Yeah, absolutely. You know, am I going to get paid? Because
0: um, <laughs> once you get paid, because, like once, everything what, should be paid.
1: Once you taste that, once you, you know, smell that, you know, the old green of the $50 bill, you know, I mean, it's, it's uh-huh. attractive. You know? It's intoxicating. It's very intoxicating. So. So I did that and I went around um, and it was really cool because I went to these houses and, you know, a lot of the kids were so terminally ill and sick and stuff like that. And, you know, I was just able to just spend a moment with them, you know, and shake some hands and take some photos. And even at a young age when I was doing that, I like I just just was like, man, this is really cool. Like I'm touching the lives of younger kids who are so less fortunate than I am. And it's just really cool to be around, you know, so. Uh, so I did that for that's a couple- intoxicating too. Yeah, it's uh, totally totally I mean you, you get a huge buzz out of seeing a, a young kid just smile even when they're in their worst pain you know what I mean and you know that as well as I do so right um, so I did that for a couple of years and then um, high school years I just dabbled a little bit into the high school mascot um, just a a little, a little bit but I was also like the MC for our school as well as playing sports and what have you I wasn't like a gymnast by any means. You obviously know that uh, compared to a lot of the other guys. But um, so then I went to Michigan State and uh, my sophomore year at Michigan State University, my sister was like, hey, they're having mascot auditions for Sparty. Why don't you go try and be it? And one of her friends was Sparty the year before. So I was like, you know what? I'll try it out. Why not? You know, I was, uh, you know, Mac tonight. Why not? Let me just try it. Whatever, you
0: know? <laughs> I got street cred. I got street
1: cred. You know, I made some kids happy. Let me try it. You know, see what happens. Um, so, yes, major <laughs> street cred. I got all the free cheeseburgers ever. Um,
0: oh, beautiful.
1: But uh, so I tried to audition for Sparty with, like, uh, about 100 people. And uh, it was me and another guy got picked. I was his backup. Uh, the guy that got picked, his name was Scott Kausau, I believe his name was. And this dude was, like, Superman. Like, like chiseled jaw, like... This kid, this kid was, like, so good-looking. I was like, man, he's going to be Sparty forever. I'll never get to you know be in this costume. But <laughs> next thing you know, like he opted out because he was going for his doctorate or something like that. I don't know what it was. No, he opted out
0: because he, he wanted people to see his face. Yeah,
1: to see his yeah. face, exactly. So
0: <laughs> yeah, Roman he's like, wait, I got to be hidden behind here? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you not see I'm this? I'm much
0: more than that. I'm <laughs> Superman.
1: So throwing Luke Gehrig into the costume and, uh, you know, here I am, I, you know, I, I could jump into the costume and uh, I was Sparty for uh, a whole year, 94 to 95. Uh, it was absolutely insane because, um, you know, being a college mascot, you know, it's just like you're in front of 100,000 people on a Saturday at a football game, you know what I mean? And they're all cheering for you, doing a skit or doing this or beating up another mascot or, you know. Kissing the cheerleader, you, you know, things like that, so... You pretty much start clapping, and everybody's like... Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it's so funny you say that, because, like, I didn't really know my place. I just knew how to perform, you know what I mean? I didn't really know that there was, um, like, politics involved in terms of entertaining, entertaining excuse me, in college, um, because we had the cheerle- cheerleaders, and then we had the dance team, right? So, at one of the basketball games um, back in 94... The dance team, uh, MSU Motion, was on the floor and they were dancing, killing it, doing whatever. But next thing you know, I'm like in the corner dancing, like you know, it's like Janet Jackson, whatever it was. And I was like so hyped up. And there was this beautiful blonde girl, like running down like the stairs and dancing with me. And next thing you know, twenty five thousand people or wherever they hold, they're all looking at the corner and cheering for me, and they're like Sparty, Sparty. And I'm like, I'm like dancing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah next thing you know on monday i got yelled at you know because i took away motions thunder if you will you know so <laughs> i was like i'm so sorry you know i didn't know you know I, I feel bad you know like if i write an apology letter and they're like no just don't do it again
0: <laughs> I, was- <laughs> I have been there i've that is one of those hard knocks yeah. that every mascot has to learn
1: yeah on their own I, and i learned it at a young age you know but um you know, I had a lot of good times, you know, they always say, you know, don't tell who you are, you know, as uh, a college mascot, it's like, especially Sparty is supposed to be so, you know, quiet and just mysterious. Like no one knows who he is and blah, blah, blah. This guy behind the the giant green head and, you know, like all that. And I'm like, man, I don't know. Like I kind of like telling people who I am and um, it kind of gets me a couple of favors here and there, you know what I mean? So uh, you know <laughs> so that went out the window there's
0: non-traditional chris right there
1: and, and you'll and as you know you know you know me i'm definitely not the traditional mascot uh to no least you know i'd kind of like a you know toot my own horn kind of thing but um the funny thing is before it um you know it all start happening like i was also at, at the this is before like the hooper days uh for pistons um before yep. i even went to college i'd be like it was, was this like crazed dancing guy in the stands at the Pistons games and I was just like create this character called dance and Ernie where I was up and just dancing around to James Brown I feel good taking off my shirt slicked hair back you know getting crazy with the fans you know like your typical dancing fan in nowadays but what's so crazy is that like this lady found me and she'll start giving me tickets to every game and you know and this is like kind of like while I was going to college as well at the same time and I just became like this persona of dance and Ernie and I was like in the top plays of 1993 in Sports Illustrated's um, videotape. You know, it was just like it was one of those crazy. I've things. seen that. It was one of I've seen th- that. It was one of those crazy things where I'm just like in the background, and so it was. You know, it was a lot going on early on, and uh, but I think
0: was- I actually took that and, and ran with it with a uh, with a different, you know, little spin on it and everything. But yep. I remember seeing that video and going, you know what? There's a I can, I can use that as a bit. I could do yeah. that. You know, I can plant somebody or I can, you know, have somebody uh, strip or whatever. So, it's, yeah.
1: It's always fun to strip. It's always fun to strip. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> but,
1: uh, yeah, so college was fun. I mean, it was some crazy moments, um, you know, having a couple cocktails uh, with people the night before games when you shouldn't have been having cocktails and not feeling well the next morning. Um, <laughs> it's like <laughs> – Lots of craziness, man. One of the the worst things that ever happened to me at Sparty, though, we were in Chicago for a Northwestern uh, game, football game. And I was sitting there drinking beers the night before with George Blaha, MSU's uh, announcer, and just awesome guy, really cool guy. And, you know, when I say drinking beers, it wasn't like all night long, but it was like, you know. Two or three beers, you know. So, right the next day, I'm feeling awful, and I'm in this 18 passenger van with all the cheerleaders, and it's so hot, and I'm in costume already, but without my head, and I'm like, I am not feeling well. I am not feeling well at all. And next, you know, I'm in the back. (laughs) I'm in the back of the passenger van. I open it up and just started getting sick in front of all these people tailgating. And they all see me, like, they know I'm Sparty. And they're like, oh, my God, Sparty, Sparty. And I'm Sparty. Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. I feel like, you know, John Blutharsky of, like, Animal House right now. You know, it's just so awful. So, but um, but there's a lot of great moments, too, you know, so.
0: And that, luckily for you, yeah, was before all the cell phone cameras. You
1: know, and that's the thing, honest to God, uh, me and a buddy of mine, are, we always say, like, Think that would have went viral without a doubt. I mean, there's so, uh-huh. there's so many things that I, I did uh, as a performer back in the day uh, that probably would have went viral and not in a good way. <laughs> so but, <laughs> you know, and, you know, that's, I guess that it, it is what it is. You know, but um. So well, I, there are
0: so many stories still between NBA mascots yeah. being told about Chris Ernest yeah. and <laughs> uh, yeah, I at some point. We need to do a, a podcast with you and like five other guys on here, all telling Chris' stories because <laughs> <laughs> they they are legendary. Uh, so
1: and, and yes, yeah, not, I'm man.
0: I'm I'm glad to hear some more from your point of view. So that's great. Well,
1: uh, yeah, well, I'm here to help, absolutely. So, but <laughs> um, and then I just uh, after my sophomore year, I um, saw that there was a opening uh, to be the first mascot in the history of the Detroit Tigers. And that mascot's name was Paws. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm a sophomore. Why not go for it? You know what I mean? Like, just go, like you said before, you know, go big or go home kind of thing, you know? Um, so I went for it. And they had, I think you said they had, like, 1,500 to 2,000 people sending tapes. Like, something crazy like that.
0: Yeah. Um. But I can imagine.
1: Yeah. You know, but they had um, probably... 50 to 60 people come in and audition um i didn't have a costume because you know michigan state was like no we're not gonna let you use the costume to go to detroit and audition and i was like fair enough totally understand so i'm up there at this board room um like this old school board room and like at old tiger stadium and talking to all these executives you know all these higher-ups and they're like, so what would you do if you were the mascot as, you know, as pause, you know, for the Detroit Tigers? And so I talked to them like a little bit here and there. And they're like, oh, well, would you be able to act that out? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not in costume, but here we go. So I literally jumped on this table that was like from the 1900s that Ty Cobb signed a contract on and <laughs> I'm literally jumping on this table and dancing and clapping. To no music whatsoever, so it's like you know, and I'm like, just I have the music in my head. I'm like, whatever, I'm just gonna go with it. And you know, next thing you know, they're like, okay, thank you so much. You know, very impressive. You know, and I walked out of like quote-unquote audition, and I was like, well, I'm gonna go back to school. At least I can be sparty again. Everything's fine. You know what I mean? So,
0: like, <laughs> but I made a splash in there. Yeah, they want I mean, get I'm that. dancing
1: on a table that's from the 1900s <laughs> with Ty Cobb. You know, like writing. Things.
0: They are currently grabbing somebody to get out yes. there and get the footprints get in there and get the footprints off the table yes. and wiping it down and <laughs>
1: i mean like they were like so like horrified and i like walked out of there and i remember like i i didn't have a car at the time so i literally took a bus from east lansing to detroit and i you know went to the bus station and i was like man that's well that really well, that didn't go over well so uh yeah at least i can go back <laughs> what
0: was there. i thinking
1: yeah at least i can go back and hang out and uh go to uh a party tonight you know or whatever and just not really think about it but uh next thing you know man got the call uh about a week later and they brought me in for a second uh interview and got the job as the first mascot for the Detroit Tigers so um yeah it was crazy lots of that is awesome great story it was it was insane (laughs) um it was really cool um you know just to be
0: I love how you gave your interview your 100 percent I love how you jumped up on the table. Yeah. I I mean, no one else. I mean, every, everybody else, let me put it that way. Everybody else I'm sure was like, well, okay. Um, And, 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 and didn't,
1: uh, I mean, they probably had the idea, Yeah, but obviously they didn't do it. You know, I had to go for it. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, it was lots of cool moments as pause. I mean, it was, it was so cool. Just being like the first mascot, you know, like, there's many times where I almost got fired, though, um, or, or like just like it, like I almost got fired once as pause because I was up in the third level of old Tiger Stadium where there's no seats whatsoever. It was like a 100 degree day and I took off my head and I was like <laughs> I was like be- I was like behind like stanchions where no one could see me except the broadcast for the Baltimore Orioles picked me up on their broadcast. And I was, oh, no, Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, like. I was trying to be so careful because I would never take off my head just to do it. You know what I mean? Um, In front of anybody, for that matter. But, uh, (laughs) like, I was behind things, and I was with an intern, and they picked me up on the broadcast, and they were like, it's so hot here in Detroit that uh, even the mascot's taking a break, you know? And I was like, you suck, man, it sucks.
0: Oh, my gosh. That really – I would have lost my – I would have lost it yeah. at that point because uh, well, I almost did
1: lose. It. I almost lost the job, you know.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's like you know, people in the business. Come on, man. Yeah, just get you know, a break. You just... know that's taboo. You know you don't do that. Come on.
1: Exactly. You know. And then um, there was a time I was at birthday. Well, okay, this is it happened the same day, which is even crazier. So you know, you're rushing, rushing, rushing. You're trying to do two to three appearances a day um and one time i was rushing in the pause mobile if you were down i-75 and in costume besides the head and i'm driving this car right or this van excuse me and i get pulled over by the michigan state police for speeding and no. yeah so I'm, I'm like oh this is not good this is not good so the guy the trooper gets out of the car and he comes up to the side window you know, I pulled up, you know, put the window down and I'm like, you know, hey, how are you? And he just looked at me, started laughing and walked right back. <laughs> and it just, it just <laughs> took off. That's all. Yes. That's all it was. And I was yes! like, in my head, I was like, was he laughing because I was in full costume besides the head? Or is he laughing because he just wanted to pull me over to see what I looked like? You know, like what was going on? <laughs> so so I'm like all nervous that whole day. And I'm like kind of frazzled from it. And then I go to this birthday party and it's like this giant like public pool like, for this little boy, you know, Johnny, and I was just like, you know, everyone's having a good time, you know, and at the end of the, the pool party, I'm throwing all the kids in the pool, right? Uh-huh. And, and next thing you know, all these kids are like, me, 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 and I'm like, okay, you know, throw you in the pool. Next thing, the kid whose birthday party was, it was, he comes out to me last, like, you know, for a hug or whatever, and I throw him in the pool, and next thing you know, they're like, Johnny can't swim, and, you know, and they no, no. Like, so, you know they all jump in the pool, and the dad's like, "Oh, pause, you son of," a-, and he pushes me in the pool, and I'm in full costume in the deep end, and I'm like, "Just oh my god, my stuff is like starting to be so heavy. Like, what is going on? Like, and this is before I didn't even have an. In- I had I did not even have an intern. I didn't have like an assistant. I was all by myself, and I'm like, "Help me out of the pool before I die, please, somebody." <laughs> So it was oh. wild, man. I was like, "This." There was wild times, and I almost got, I almost got fired once. Uh, it is just kind of like crazy. Like <laughs> this is a sad, this is a sad moment, but it's also kind of funny to some degree. Um, in '97, after the Red Wings won the championship, um, the the Stanley Cup, um, mm-hmm. they had a you know championship parties. There was uh, a, you know all these different stuff in Detroit, and there was a limo accident. That paralyzed uh, a couple of their players and even killed uh, one of their trainers. Um, it's kind of crazy, but you know, it was it was such oh a my big gosh. it was such a big ordeal in Detroit. And I'm not making light of the situation whatsoever because it was such a sad situation. In my head, I thought it was a good idea. So they're like, "Okay, uh, we're gonna have a candlelight vigil um, at 6:15 for uh, Konstantinov." And a couple of other people who got hurt and the person who died. And I was like, you know what? The Tigers really haven't said too much about this situation. You know, like they haven't really offered their condolences, even though like the owner owns the Tigers and owns the Red Wings. So I'm going to take it upon myself to really just.
0: I know what you're going to say. I see where this is going. I'm going to take
1: it upon myself to really go out there and express our condolences and well wishes you know for the tragedy that happened so i went there in full costume with a candle and pe- the, the the camera is panning over all these people crying and and sad and stuff like that and you're panning over to the left 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 and then you see me as pause holding a candle with my head down and next thing you know my boss sees that like while she's like in bed or something like that and she's like Oh my God. Get him out! Like she's like freaking out. You're like, you know, like, I, I get like so yelled at the next day and I'm like, this is it. This is my end of my career. Like, you know, I totally know this is it, but like my head, my heart and head was in the right place. But I, at the time I thought I was doing the right thing, but looking back, obviously all these people crying and then you pan over and you see this giant lovable tiger, like sitting there, like frowning. It just was not a good look. This, so, but, uh, yeah.
0: Uh but I could you know what though it's, <laughs> it's, I could actually I could actually really relate with your thought process yeah, though. I just you know? you know it's like
1: and it wasn't like a skit. I was literally just trying to, you know, be sad about the situation. But um, you know, it was yeah. situations where you know you I should have thought about it before I really went out there. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> I've done that I've done things like that. Yeah. Where it's like Wait, oh, so you're looking at it that way? Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So All right. So I, see where I was up. not yeah. thinking of it that way. I was thinking of because, it because, like, this way.
1: Like, I was trying to like process it in my head. And I'm like, well, you allow us to go to like, you know, hospitals and visit people that are really, sick. exactly. You know, I don't really understand. Like, I'm I'm not trying to lift people up. I'm just trying to offer our condolences. But my boss didn't see it that way, and I, I almost yeah. got fired. So. I, I just knew it was kind of time to move on. And I luckily got, uh, after three seasons, I did three seasons with the Tigers, 95, 96, 97. And uh, I got the call from um, the Pistons and they said, hey, do you know anybody who would be interested in becoming the next Hooper? And I was like, didn't you just have a guy? You know, <laughs> like they literally had one guy for one year. Uh, unfortunately, didn't work out uh, well for him or for them um so they you know parted ways if you will and um so i was like well guess what i'm actually looking for something (laughs) because uh i would love to be a part of the nba i I, I love (laughs) and you're also
0: digging a hole for yourself where you (laughs)
1: it's just a matter of
0: time where you're at
1: (laughs) i am also in a giant firestorm over here at (laughs) mr trumbull and um, these people want me gone pretty much and uh they like the funny thing about it is again honestly so you know, you always always going for like, you know, end of the year um, reviews and evaluations. And am I going to get, uh, a, you know, a bonus or this or that? So that year when all that stuff was happening and they're like, yeah, well, your bonus is you're going to become the uh, it's, it's so laughable. They're like, you're going to become the head of the Tigers Kids Club. And
0: <laughs> wait, wait, what?
1: Yes. So like you are going to become the head of the Tigers Kids Club in addition to your mascot duties. And so our kids club right now is at 350 people, and you gotta understand. Back in the day, in the 90, in the, like late nineties, the Tigers were losing like 110 games a year. Like it was so bad, where, like, where <laughs> I would literally see so many different people. Like there'd be nights where I'd go and see like 2,000 people because that's 2,000 people in the stands, and that's it. They'd like literally would be like, pause. Uh, you've already seen us. Thanks so much. <laughs> like I'm like, I ah, no problem. But,
0: I can so relate with that. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, it's, it's like I, so awful. You like, shake no. everybody's hand
0: in the house, and yeah. then you're like, yeah. "Well, it's uh, now the third quarter."
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, What do I do now? Exactly. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so, anyways, so you're like you could be the like the head of the kids club, and uh, for every kid that you get over 350, you're like every kid that you get over the number 350, will give you a dollar. And I was like, "Wait, what?" So, like, if I bring up to 500 kids, like you're giving me an extra 150 dollars, and they're like, "Yes." So I was like, Nah, okay. So, so <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't think so. It was, it was really good. It's great having you guys and being a part of this all. But I'm I'm out of here. So, but uh, uh, I got the offer from the Pistons and uh, got to work with them from '97 to 2004. Man, it was uh, a great experience, and uh, I was able to meet you and some of the other guys and John and John Apsey and uh, Mike Zarrillo and. Uh, this is back in the day. Uh, obviously, Ray Henderson met him. Uh, mm-hmm. Paul Lenny back in the day. Remember Paul Lenny?
0: Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. God, you
1: know,
0: he, he, I mean, I, so so in this video that I was watching yeah. the other day, you and Paul Lenny were on the court there <laughs> for uh, one of my uh, my mascot birthday parties. Oh
1: my god! Yeah, when you brought yep. me out for that mascot birthday party, that was like the craziest experience ever because. I remember, and I'm sure you do as well, but it was like, we're all going to, we're all going to um, repel. We're all going to repel for our intros. Yeah. And uh, we're like, go, 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 go. And I was like, wait, what? And I've never repelled my life kind of thing, you know? And they're like, yeah, you're just going to repel and we're going to have this guy do it. And I'm like, uh, I don't really know. I think I'm just going to go out on the court and just be introduced. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I remember th- thinking, there's nothing to it, man. Just, just, just... Yeah. yeah. here, I'll, I'll show
1: you how to do this. Yeah, we'll... cool totally fine and it was yeah i mean it was like you know and i, I would have been fine with it if i would have you know practiced but uh, i didn't practice any of it and i was like i don't know man kind of like my life right now you know but uh, <laughs> yeah it was it was always awesome to be a part of like the mascot birthday parties you know it was really fun i mean it was it was great to always hang out with the guys and meet everybody and just hang out i mean it was it was always fun and, and you're right those stories uh could be told on a different podcast for sure
0: so. Oh yeah, there's so many. Yeah, we we were actually sitting around at the uh, mascot conference talking about repelling Yeah, stories. Oh my god. And yeah, those You've got were. Nice. Uh, what's that? You've got
1: you got the major one.
0: Oh well, yeah. I, I told that one where uh, I I cleared the air a, a couple a podcast or two ago. Yeah. Where I uh, yeah I uh, uh, <laughs> was passed out yeah. coming down That's and crazy. Uh, yeah. But you know what is? We were actually talking about how back in the day, yeah, um, before locking carabiners, yeah, we yeah. have to do it
1: yourself, basically,
0: right? Yeah. And it was funny because uh, Absey, John Absy, uh, the old bear, yeah. um, was talk. We were all sitting at lunch, and uh, the gorilla was there, and uh, John was talking to. Uh, well, we were all telling stories or whatever, but but John started cracking up. He's like. Yeah, one time we go to this place. We go to you know some place overseas, and uh, uh, he goes, "I was like Mr. Safety, and here Good I name. am. I'm tying off at three different points. <laughs> I've got webbing and uh, all these coming together yeah. to a singular point where you know. So I've got triple backup. Blah 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 <laughs> blah, blah blah. He goes, and then I look over and I see so and so the gorilla. Um, I'm not gonna say his name, but he's like, yeah. he's like, yeah." Here he is over there. He just throws a, his rope over, ties a, ties one knot, granny knot in that thing. Tugs on it. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> fine. Well, I know. Fine. And I- I'm actually sitting there relating with the gorilla, yeah. going, "Well, yeah, that's what I did," <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, but you know, I I I remember. Um, and I'll tell you just a couple quick ones. I had um, so twice within a short amount of time before locking carabiners. Um. One at home, at a home game, and then one in Australia. Hey, I wanna pause here and tell you a bit more about our sponsor, Alinko Costumes. Alinko is family owned and operated. Their first pro costume was the San Diego Chicken, (laughs) And their first NBA costume was the Phoenix Suns Gorilla. Alinko's history dates back 100 years, and now they make over a 1,000 mascots a year, including high school, college, corporate, and pro teams. Needless to say, they know their stuff. They also stand by their work with the best warranty in the business. I swear I've called Jill at all times of the day, and she always answers. Alinko has earned my business, so I recommend you go where the pros go. Alinkocostumes.com. Now back to this episode. Uh, you know, tie off up there, and and, and uh, then you'd you'd get your harness on. Had an eight ring, yeah. and and everything. And so I just I'd kind of um, my thing was if hey if people can see me yeah. clipping in, I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna wave to people yeah. and you know get their attention. And yeah, yeah, yeah. This Why? is about what, yeah. you know this is gonna happen soon. Yeah. And uh, both times. You know, I'm, I'm running around the catwalk and all of a sudden uh, it's time. So I run over and I clip in, climb over the rail, about to go, you know. Well, these two particular times I climbed over the rail and it was the exact same situation oh. where I climb over. And as I climb over, my uh, my uh, carabiner just opens up oh. and I and I and I come unattached from the rope.
1: And it's like so, you have your head on, so you're like freaking out. You're like, "Wait,
0: whoa, whoa wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I climb. I can't see it. Yeah, all exactly. I can do, like, I'm standing on out on the outside yeah. of the catwalk, yeah. holding onto the rail, and I'm about to go, and I'm like, "Why is this rope so loose?"
1: Yeah, what's what is the story with this rope?
0: Yeah, it feels different. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm like,
1: <gasps> yeah. "Ah!"
0: Yeah, both times I got yanked. In Australia, it was my brother who was assisting me and he's like, ah, you're not hooked in. He grabs me and, you know, pulls me over. Oh, And uh, the other one was a, was a stagehand Nick at, uh, yeah. At my arena. How many here. Time, and,
1: let me ask you this. How many times do you think you actually cheated death? Like repelling? Oh, wait, too many times.
0: Yeah. Too many yeah. times.
1: Oh, um, crazy. here's another
0: one real quick. One time, um, I'm, I'm going to repel in, you know, in this show, this is back when we could repel, Uh, we were allowed to repel under our own, uh, power. Okay. Okay. So, so now, uh, as you know, we can only be lowered. Yeah. So because of, uh, that, that wrestler wrestler that that fell to his death. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so this time I'm like, you know what? I'm going to come down mission impossible style, (laughs) you know? So I'm going to have this hook to the back of my belt and, uh, Then I'm going to have the rope go around the side of me or whatever. And I'm going to have a guy at the bottom belaying me. Yeah. You know, to stop me. (laughs) And so if you know anything about, you know, the eight ring or whatever, all you got to do is pull down and you stop. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to jump off. Okay. I just want you to pull down when, you know, as I'm coming down. Well, I told him, I said, I really want to go fast too, though. You know, I want to come down and, you know, and then.
1: I want to sell a Tom Cruise style.
0: Exactly. When it comes time, I jump off the catwalk up there, and I'm full on, like, down, you know? (laughs) And so Charlie down at the bottom, he's looking up, and I can just see the fear in his eyes as he's pulling (laughs) on the rope, and nothing is happening. Uh I am not slowing down. All of a sudden, man, he just drops to his back to put all his weight on it. And so he's he's laying at this point because the rope is stretching as well as I'm coming down. Yeah. He's yeah. laying on his back. And I come down and I stop nose to nose oh, with him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: I patted him on the side as I'm getting up. I'm like, I'm like, Whew, good job, Charlie. Thanks, hey, man.
1: <laughs> hey, just just the way we planned it, man. Just, just the way we planned it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We yeah. sold it. Yeah,
1: yeah, We, sold, we, we absolutely <laughs> sold it to everybody. Nobody exactly. knows that I was about to die. Thank God. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Here's another quick one. I'll just tell you this one real quick. So okay. I, I'm, I'm in, and I told this one the other day to the guys sitting at lunch. Uh, but here we are. Uh, I, I, I got, uh, I got injured in Guadalajara, Mexico, broke okay. my shoulder. I was on a tour down there with magic Johnson and, uh, so yeah, he was supposed to do another game. He their their team lost. It was you know I think I've explained this before. In my probably on the podcast, but anyways. Yeah. So I uh, I it, I have to do a game the next night in Chihuahua. Luckily that got canceled. So after that, the next day I flew to Houston, and flew right over to from there over to London. Okay. Oh so yeah just a layover in houston and i'm to london really simple yeah 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 so as i get through um the airport in london they say hey we need to go right to the venue your show is today like there's no i mean usually we fly in a day early or whatever but But a couple uh, hours downtime
1: or something, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right to the venue. It's a convention center with a drop in ceiling. Okay. It's kind of like a dome. Yeah, yeah. But it's a drop in ceiling. So we actually go up in the attic of this place. And there's, it's about a, it's, it's huge. It's a, the the drop is 100 plus feet. Okay. Um, Was it the arena? Where, Where was it? I can't remember the arena it was. It was actually at a convention center.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay.
0: Yeah. So it wasn't really at an arena. So, but it was, it was set up to hold, uh, it was a massive building anyways. Okay. So, so they take me up on the roof. Then we go through another door into the attic of this place and we go up on wooden planks as a walkway. Okay. <laughs> and ropes on the side. He's like, yeah, don't step off. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. So there's this grid up there of these wooden walkways. Then we get to the place where I'm, I'm close to, they had pulled a panel out and, and then they had put two by sixes over like I had to walk from the quote catwalk um, on these two by sixes or they might've been two by eights, but walk across there. They had laid these out to a hole where they had pulled out a panel. Just
1: just one panel. That's
0: it. Just one panel. And so I'm like, all right. I'm looking up. I'm like, well, um, well, there's a beam way up there. Sure enough, I'm like throwing my rope up and over, standing on this board. They did have a piece of plywood for me to actually, you know, have a little bit of room on. Yeah, but still. Yeah. I, I dressed up there and everything. Oh. I I I throw my I throw this rope up over a beam. Sure enough, tie a knot and I uh, get all clipped in and everything, and I'm sitting on this piece of plywood looking down through this hole or yeah. whatever. And uh, I got my legs kind of spread wide here, um, you know, looking down through the hole or whatever. And I'm just sitting there, I'm looking around, whatever. All of a sudden, the warmth of the air coming up through that hole <laughs> and how tired I was oh. culminated in me starting to nod off. Oh all of a sudden I'm like I catch myself like I was yeah. out and I was I had nodded so hard you know those you know that that heavy nod where you're like boom it wakes you up
1: yeah, yeah. oh yeah
0: yeah that I did kids, and I just <laughs> I I was like oh my gosh I just about fell through this hole <laughs> oh. <That's laughs> so insane man oh that uh, that woke me up got a little adrenaline going and then I heard my cue and Oh, went through the hole
1: and you got not, not injured, which is good.
0: Not injured. Got down a there. Injuries. Right. Right. And the only the only thing that happened. At, well, uh, yeah. Oh, OK. By the way. Yeah. I So I'm still uh, I still have a broken shoulder, which I don't know it's broken because I haven't had a chance to actually get
1: x ray x-rayed, x-rayed in the US Houston to London to, you know, yeah, exactly. Right.
0: Right. And so my doctor. Well, I went to the hospital in Guadalajara and they're okay. like, oh, no, you're fine. Well, oh, after course. London, after a week of dunking there, I get home and and uh, my doctor's like, "Yeah, it's broken, man. You're yeah. you're you got some chunks missing." Oh. I'm like, "Oh, jeez, okay."
1: The people at Guadalajara are like, "Oh, you're totally fine. Just go ahead and go. You you're fine. You go." Yeah, and then it, your doctor when you get back is <laughs> like, uh, "Bro, uh, yeah, we took
0: have- an X-ray, man. It's
1: all it good." Is- good. You took chunks and they're out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my so, god. It's, yeah. I mean, you guys have been. I mean, a lot of you guys have been injured. I luckily was not as injured as you guys, man. Um, I had you know obviously you know several severely sprained ankles, and one time I got um, knocked out completely, like lights out. We I, we did a skit. I don't know if you remember the uh, wrestler uh, hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, you know his whole stick was in the you know WWF of like uh, coming out in America, blah blah blah, and hitting people over the head with the two by four, the two by four splits. You know he wows the crowd. You know so right. uh, So we were you know towards the end of my career, we with the Pistons, we were um, promoting the WWF at the time. You know it's Sunday at the Palace, come and check it out, blah blah blah, and uh, he was there signing autographs. You know to Kind of promote it, and so they're like Hooper. You know, we just get Hooper. I'm on the floor, and who's your favorite wrestler? And next thing you know, I you know, Hulk Hogan theme came on, and I did the Hulk Hogan actions. You know, can you hear me? And like you know, all this stuff. So next thing you know, we're nationally televised against the Spurs, and it's kind of like on the back end of a timeout, so you can kind of see me on the floor. And um, so next thing you know. Hacksaw Jim Duggan comes running out with a two by four. Mind you, normally he splits these two by fours in half, like prior to doing his stick. So right. he comes up from behind me and just knocks the heck out of me in the back of my head, like completely what? just out of no it, it was supposed to happen. I mean, it's it's a skit it that was supposed to happen, right? But long story short, he didn't do anything to the wood and it didn't crack. But it did knock me unconscious on the floor for like two and a half minutes, and I did <laughs> I did the whole like Apollo Creed like body shaking thing like in Rocky Four when he's dying Right. according to one of my uh, assistants and my, not on purpose. What's that? Not on. purpose. No, no. I was literally <laughs> I was literally like uh, like Friday I got knocked the f out like straight up by debo and my mom who lives lives in Austin Texas she was watching the broadcast and she actually saw it happen and she knew it wasn't real. Like, you know, like it was, wasn't supposed to go like that. So she ended up calling the palace to check on me. And she's like, no, I know he's hurt. Like what's going on? You know? And uh, <laughs> I, had <like> a, <laughs> I had a concussion from it, man. I was like just throwing up and stuff like that for the whole day. It was bad. So, but uh, yeah, it was, that was my claim to fame. And what's crazy is that, he comes out in there into the locker room after, like, you know, one-eyed crazy, one eye this way, one eye that way. And, oh, sorry, man. Uh, I, I thought it was supposed to break, and I did. I was like, it's okay, dude. Just, just please leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. You know, Stay it, away from me. It was, yeah, yeah, please never talk to me. And what's so insane about this is my buddy, uh, who was an assistant at the time, Who's actually now um, helping out? He's a mascot helping out with the Pistons doing Hooper there. Um, he's also actually doing Paws backup work, but he's also Rory for the Detroit Lions. So he's all three mascots right now, which is kind of crazy.
0: But oh, uh, you know what? As I know him, yeah.
1: Brian, yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, so he went to, like, I guess Hexod uh, Jim Duggan it was it, one of his things now is doing stand up. And um, so he went to a stand up show and he just talked to him on the side one time. He goes, Hey, do you remember, um, hitting the mask off the, DJ? he goes, Oh my God. Like he said it right away. He goes, that was one of the worst things I've ever done. <laughs> he, knew, <laughs> he knew right away after like, you know, his 15 years that he goes, Oh, I totally remember that. It was the worst thing. I felt so bad.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's great.
1: So It's like claim to fame, you know? So, but, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, luckily again, man, I think as much, you know, craziness and injuries as you guys received, but, uh, a, bru- a Bruised Rib was another one by Jermaine O'Neal from the Pacers, where he oh. jumped on me, you know, d- did a little wrestling stick with me, but, uh, you know, I mean, Bruised Rib, nothing compared to a broken shoulder missing pieces. I mean,
0: no, <laughs> but still, hey, broke ribs, man, I'm telling you, you can't uh, yeah. you can't recover from that quickly.
1: Yeah, no, it was not fun. So. <laughs> uh, it's been, it's Especially been- from a player. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And he's like, oh, man, I didn't know I hit you that hard, and I'm like, uh, it's okay, I can't really talk, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I, I, it's hard to breathe when you get, I, I had a, uh, I was doing uh, musical chairs one time at yeah. a, uh, at an elementary school. Yeah. And a, and, uh, you know, I started fighting with a chair, fighting for a chair, um, uh, not fighting with a chair, but fight, <laughs> fighting for a chair with this, um, very large, uh, fifth grade girl.
1: Yeah.
0: And she ended up, um, uh, like just really hard nudging me while I was twisted or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Broke a rib. Just, she broke your rib? Broke my rib. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up in the, in the hospital.
1: That's book material right there.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It, it was so painful. And I had one more assembly to do Yeah. after that. Yeah. And, uh, I was supposed to flip over kids and all that stuff. I couldn't do it, but oh. I, I did the second assembly and then went up to the, then I went to the hospital, but, um, ribs are awful. Now I have this thing that, po- that pokes out oh. and, uh, yeah, and when I go through TSA now, yeah. I never go through the the metal the detector stuff. thing, yeah. the spinny thing. I always ask for the pat down.
1: Yeah. Well, and they're always for, like, for many, uh, what do you have in your reasons.
0: shirt? What's that?
1: For many reasons.
0: Yes. Yes. We won't get into that right now, <laughs> but um, <laughs> they're always like, uh, do you have something in your shirt? Yeah. It's a rib. It's a, it's a <laughs> rib. Okay. Fifth grade, girl.
1: <laughs> how, do, how do you explain that to somebody making $9 an hour who really just wants to take you in back and- just really look at everything about you. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. We're gonna have to take you in the back and check that out. All right, mm-hmm. that's
1: that's a rib, huh? All right, all right. What do you say, Sure? All right, <laughs> crazy man.
0: Yeah. Oh man. So so, Chris, what are you what are you doing now? You're not with the, the Pistons anymore. No, I, um,
1: I, 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 you know, it was an awesome career, and I do call it a career, even though it's not as lengthy as yours. But uh, you know, I did it professionally for ten years, uh, ten seasons um after um which I, is a
0: good chunk of time and yeah, a lot of experiences it is
1: and, uh, you know and the thing is i never wanted to make it and this is no offense to you or anyone else but i never wanted to do it forever cuz i'm always just wanting to try new things this and that you know what i mean so um so i left them in 04 after winning a championship um ring <clears throat> thank you and uh <laughs> thank you very much yeah, thank you very much but uh and so congrats I, on I, that i wanted i wanted to try new things and so I was uh, lucky and fortunate enough to move out to L.A., and um, I went out to Los Angeles for a couple of years, uh, along with my girlfriend-to-be, um, but she decided to move with me, so I was like, if she's moving with me, I need to put a ring on this girl's finger, you know? So <laughs> um, so we got engaged on the way to L.A. at the Grand Canyon, uh, my wife Jen and I, who's still my wife, uh, of 14 years, which is awesome.
0: Congratulations. Thank you so much
1: um so we did the whole uh, la scene for a little bit and um it was awesome and it was great um but one thing i always told her i was like look if nothing really sticks then we'll move back to michigan because i don't want to be out in la for like seven to eight years and be this poor actor you know all these things you know and i was like well let me just go try it you know and so she was happy enough to go with me and i was fortunate enough for that to happen and nothing really happened um we uh i was on the office uh, I was on General Hospital, um, and these are all just small bits, like nothing major, you know what I mean, but um, right. NCIS. and a couple
0: Love of The things. Office, love all these, man.
1: Dude, I was on The Office, the convention episode, where uh, Michael's uh, having a party in the uh, hotel room by himself, and uh, you see me in the background selling scissors, so uh, yeah, it was fun.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm totally going back and checking <laughs> that out.
1: Was but the it was, you know, like, again, nothing really major, but, like, my major part was on General Hospital. I got thrown into a bathtub by um, uh, one of the actors, uh, Luke, who was uh, claimed to fame as Luke and Laura of the 80s. Uh, he threw me in a bathtub, and I was, like, paid extra, but I got, like, extra money because it was a stunt double kind of thing. And I was, like, sweet, you know, but, uh, but like, nothing really happened that big out there. So I told her, I was, like, you know what? We'll move back to Michigan, but, uh, the economy there was so awful with the big three going down. So we're like, you know what? We're adults. Why don't we go check out other places? So we, uh, checked out Charlotte, North Carolina, which is apparently the home to retired, uh, mascots. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there soon. There we go. Open arms. My friend, open arms. Um, <laughs> But uh, so we've been here since uh, 06. And I, since I've been here, I uh, went on tour one season with the Harlem Globetrotters as their MC, um, assistant producer. Um, but then- see,
0: you're a double edged sword. You've got things that I don't have. You've, you've got talents I don't have.
1: Oh, so for that.
0: I mean, I that. hey, I can run around in costume yeah. uh, with the best of them, but ask me to speak. As you all know on this podcast, I'm not. No. Speaker, and you can fun. see why i get paid to not speak but
1: Stop. No, you know, but yeah
0: no you've got uh you've got you're the you're the um uh, double-edged uh or you're the double whammy there double what
1: do they whammy. call that the multi-talented <laughs> yes <laughs> no i appreciate you saying that no i really do I, I i try to work at it but um you know as you know with everything we do it's not always going to work out in the best but uh you know you keep working at your craft and it is what it is but um, so we started a, a company here in Charlotte. Um, we're right outside of the city. It's called, uh, anything, anywhere, anytime entertainment, um, AAA entertainment and much love and respect to Scott Hesington who helped me create that, uh, like moniker back in the day. Um, he was the former mascot of the Pistons and the magic and whatever else he's done. Oh, he's done so many things, but, um, so I've had this business since seven and we do about 200 events a year, uh, weddings, and we DJ 5K events, school dances, corporate functions. Uh, I've done stuff for the Carolina Panthers, uh, like MC work with them, um, and I've been fortunate enough. I've won best DJ in North Carolina uh, by the Knot.com seven years running. What? Yeah, man. So it's a, huge. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's it's a really cool um, thing. Um, so I'm really happy with that. And it's, um, you know, it's one of the situations where I, I've been able to work from home. Yes. I've missed a lot of things, um, events with our kids, you know, growing up because I'm working, but you know how it is. I mean, you have to work to make money to provide for your kids, you know, but um, I've been lucky enough to be a quote unquote, stay at home dad during the day. Um, to help them get to school and to watch them come home off the bus, things like that. So um, so those are moments and memories that I'll always be able to have with them. But um, um, but like in the future, it's just one of those situations where it just keep the business alive and thriving and um, hope to add more elements to it. Um, we're always looking to, you know, I'm even told my wife, I'm like, look, you know, if I'm not able to DJ MC, which, you know, I mean, I don't really know how I would not be able to, but we could always become, photographer or you know like something like arts you know but um at the end of the day the mascoting um background and entertaining entertaining background has just led me to always just want to see people smile and be entertained at at, at the end of the day and you know I do events now for weddings if it's like 300 people or uh corporate functions for a thousand people and I've done trivia shows here for 15 people you know like you know and at the end of the day you know they come up to me and say amazing job high five you know that's what it's all about and you know you know those walls, so, I really know. so
0: right well you're such a creative guy and i have always known that about you you've got a a sense of humor that uh that can translate into so many different areas i appreciate and you man. know your imagination combined with that is is uh you know it it, it makes you a uh a really multi-talented, like we just talked about, and I'm not joking, uh, you know, seriously, it's, uh, um, I appreciate- it's something that, uh, you know, uh, you will always be able to put food on your table and at the same time, have a good time doing it.
1: You know, and I appreciate saying that, but you know, with that being said, like, you know, throughout the years, like, you're like, Oh, Ernest, he's like so crazy and blah, wild and some like of that. But not only have I been crazy and wild, but I've also like learned from the best, like me and you, Wes, uh, Robert, you know, all these other guys, you know, like, you know, whether you guys know that or not, like while I was in costume and, you know, other things like in life, just watching other people, taking notes, mental notes, and just applying that to your own craft. And like what you do, uh, is stuff that I have done, you know? So, um, so I appreciate, you know, our friendship and I appreciate, uh, you having me on the podcast and, um, just kudos to you with all of your hard work and accomplishments.
0: Uh, appreciate that very much. That is very nice of you to say. We actually miss you. Uh, it's it, I, I'm not joking when I say uh, that uh, stories about Chris yeah always come up every <laughs> conference. Uh, you talk about the bas-
1: Are you talking about the basketballs hitting the the fan story in Golden State? Is that one of them? Yes, that's yeah. one. Yep. yep yeah. Yep yep, 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 Yeah.
0: Tell me that one real quick. Oh. Tell everybody that, that one real quick.
1: Oh. Uh, Do you really want that one? Okay. All right. Well, (laughs) long story short, uh, that's my uh, moniker, long story short. We were, uh, we were just coming out um, and enjoying uh, what's the all-star game, if I'm not mistaken, Um, back at golden state, Oakland, California. We're out all of us and trying to go out for uh, some after uh, work, beers and food and what have you. And, uh, some girls were, uh, in front of us being loud and crazy. And I said something very, very inappropriate, uh, which I wish I could take back. Uh, I won't say what I said, uh, because that's a, uh, it's a PG podcast, but, um, it was inappropriate and it was stupid. Uh, but trying to get a laugh out of, uh, you know, guys, you know, trying to, you know, when the guys are all together, sometimes everyone tries to one up each other. You know how that is. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. and I said something inappropriate. <laughs> no, that well, Yeah. And so these two girls, uh, uh, Latinas, if I'm not mistaken, they were, um, and God bless the Latina uh, crowd, they're um, they like, what, what? And so they all, like, two of these girls started to a- attack me and everyone else. Like, I think there was, like, six or seven of us, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. And we all jumped in the Warriors' van. And uh, they started kicking the van and, like, just going off on the van. And they're like, everyone just, you know, mad at me. They're like, Ernest, what you said? I was like, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I'll buy beers for everybody, you know, whatever. And the next thing you know, we open up the side of the van and we're throwing out mini basketballs at these girls to get them away from the van. Uh, Because (laughs) it was like a Walking Dead situation where it was like we were being attacked and we didn't know what to do. And uh, (laughs) I remember uh, um, it was Siddiqui's, right? It was Siddiqui at the time. Uh, Yeah. But his assistant uh, just drove off like a bat out of hell, like a team style with the side of the uh, door open. And I just remember laying on the floor, like laughing and, and like this, you know, crying at the same point. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I just did that. It was like one of the situations <laughs> where you wish you could take it back, but it's like you just uh, I, I can't stop myself. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? And It was just you know i always look back at things like that and like you know the older we get the more mature we get hopefully um but that was such a long time ago that was like 90 was that 99 90 remember that dude, yeah that, it
0: was a long time
1: ago that was the that was the year that vince carter won the dunk competition i remember that so whatever it was i remember
0: oh that okay he put, yeah he put,
1: he put that whole uh you know whole yep. the uh,
0: in the arm hat. in the hoop and
1: but uh yeah that was uh, that it was, was bad.
0: <laughs> a, I remember awesome. that. And you know, as that story gets told time and time again, yeah. you know, it uh, of course, you know, gets bigger and gets uh, Yeah. How big um, this fish? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> so. at this
1: at this point after all those years that have been happening, I'm sure you guys are like, Yeah, and these girls pulled out uh two forty fives on Ernest and like wanted to sh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> They were shooting through the very shooting dodging
1: bullets. They were pulling weird. basketballs, yeah. they had guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's definitely. Uh, you can have a podcast with all the crazy stories, and I'm sure that your listeners would just be like, "What the heck?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep, yep. <laughs> so, but, uh, uh, yeah, I'm no. trying to
0: capture some of them, but we yeah. Yeah, we can't tell them all. But. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, Chris, man, I hey, I really, really appreciate you coming on, man. We'll wrap this up. And, Absolutely. And everything, but man, and thanks for having
1: I- me on. And like I said, man, continued success in your uh, career. As a mascot, and as a podcast entrepreneur, and uh, uh, thanks to you and and to all your listeners, man. I really do appreciate it.
0: Uh, Thank you again, man. I sure appreciate it. It's been great catching up with you. Uh, If you ever need anything, let me know. If you listeners ever need some entertainment out in that area. Uh, Yeah, give us a call.
1: AAA. AAA Entertainment. You can check us out on our website. AAEvent.com
0: Right on. Sounds good. Well, hey. Thanks again, Chris. We'll talk to you soon and uh, all the best. Love you, brother.
1: Cheers, brother. Thanks so much. All right. We'll see you. Bye-bye.